0: What the fuck All right, welcome back to this Michelle Halloween podcasting. <laughs> today, <laughs> the fantastic, beautiful, gothic goddess of Southern California, Mary Misery, a dear friend of mine. How are you doing today, Miss Ma'am?
1: I'm doing very well, and yourself,
0: Michelle? Doing good. You're looking beautiful for it being like six o'clock in the morning.
1: Thank you. I know this is like quarantine, six o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. really like what noon, and we're dressed and you look phenomenal do you ever not look gorgeous like i'm sh- i don't think I've seen you without even without makeup you're just this natural beautiful babe like Aww, thank
1: you we're just born like this it's truly my parents fault you know i just wash it and put on contact lenses and whatnot but it's, <sighs> it's their fault
0: well let's get into the grime about who mary is i met mary i always have to give my spiel of how i met you know these incredible personalities that I get to be friends. I met Mary during a oh an incredible weekend um, and it's just one of those things where I realize that magic does happen yes. and the universe connects us, you know, we have these really strong connections and it all based off of music. So I went to Batty sis birthday party which was very awkward because I didn't know anyone and this beautiful fall queen <laughs> walk you had on yeah the fall leaves, and just this the gorgeous, I'm going, she's beautiful, who is she? <laughs> Batty introduced us, and then tells, or tells us, hey, Mary was at the Three Teeth show last night, I you did. were at the Three Teeth show, and instantly when I get a Three Teeth fan in my midst, I get very excited, because I don't have many friends that appreciate them, mm. so we hit it off right then and there, we saw each other at a, uh, some events, but you were known as you know, you come in and you, I, I swear you're a real vampire or, or slash ghost, but you come in with your fangs bared and mm-hmm. you're there you take pictures and then you just disappear. She I just disappear. Yeah. And it's it's almost it's very graceful. Um, <laughs> you're also a model for Ralph of the Dead*. That's how I got to know you were on the cover art. Obviously, the cover of our very first issue, Ralph's very first issue, which. I am proud to say that I put together Yes. having that famous image of your La Llorona, excuse my white accent, <laughs> which is terrifying, but also beautiful. you're beautiful. Where do you come up with your looks? Like where did this all come from? Where did Baby Mary Goth start?
1: Baby Mary Goth, um, she started at like three years old. Uh, it was October and she saw a Coors commercial with Elvira and i remember just looking at her on the screen and thinking oh my god who is that i've never seen anybody looking like that before and i was just fixated and fascinated and um, my dad used to let me stay up some nights and watch tales from the crypt with him as well and i just i loved it so much
0: i love that so you have been the goth queen from the get-go yes how did you um how did you get into, you know, one of the stories I shared with you is I found out recently, even though you've been doing it for a while, but I think it's because we didn't know each other, you are a model for Ipso Facto, which is, which is where Michelle, baby goth, baby <laughs> yes. got her um, first start when I could barely afford to shop there anyways. Yes. Um, I was in high school, I think it was, before I even got a job, spending $25 on a dog call it was a lot for me back then. Yeah, How did you get into, um, you know, collaborating with Ipso Facto?
1: Uh, with that, it just happened through social media. Uh, there was a lot of times where I would go to different events and uh, take pictures with different people, posting them online. Um, I'd be uh, primarily posting outfits from like uh Killstar or Punk Rave and whatnot. Um, and the owner of the store, she's absolutely amazing. I love her. Her name is Terry Kennedy. Uh, she's also the person that takes the pictures for the store as well. And she reached out to me and she said, Hi, uh, would you be interested in modeling for Facto? And very much like yourself, like, I grew up loving this store. You know, back then, like, the struggle was real, but trying to have, like, these awesome pieces from them, like, I would go there and just buy, like, pins to, like, put in my backpack. (laughs) Yeah. And so she reached out to me and... It, it just kind of snowballed from there and uh we just would shoot um i think like every few months or so for like almost two years so i i love their store very much
0: it's insane and you know it's funny so once i found who you are and we, we you know we became friends just seeing all the little facets that you're in, we didn't know that you were going to show up to bar sinister the night of um, in january
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't either <laughs>
0: you know we were like oh shit mary's here like hell yeah the squad was celebrating some birthdays and you added to that fun and i don't know what happened because i got drunk but i did too <laughs> it was your first kiss of the year
1: yes uh, my wife linda uh.
0: <laughs> it's funny because we fight over you all the time i'm like sorry oh I'm like, no you'll just be what is she, what is my role? <laughs> I'm like the, the lowly housewife while you while you two are working and what the fuck ever. I want hardly God. Oh my God. our threesomes. We also, you know, in case you guys didn't know, Mary and I have openly put out there that we both love Peter Still. Again, someone else who I don't know how most women aren't in love with him. I don't Mary like and I are obsessed with him and Mary had the bright idea of summoning his ghost and we're having a threesome with him. So Exactly.
1: That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna
0: just Linda's not allowed that one. Just fly with her. Chuck's exactly. looking at me like, fuck.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, that day at Bar Sinister, a lot of just no, helping us
0: that, And here's another thing that absolutely intrigues me. Your knowledge into, you know, your knowledge of the occult, and your knowledge of witchcraft in general, and your knowledge of gothic literature, did you what did you did you study all this or is just is this all just a personal hobby of yours like um you've been reading you know happy boys and ghouls story time since quarantine started um yep. we got drawn together the other day
1: yes
0: kind of but it's weird i just say i like saying hey i got wasted with mary <laughs> exactly <laughs> so while you do live q a's and you're just a fascinating so everyone's so drawn to you but what's your background in like um you know gothic literature what is your where did all that stem from where did, did you study it in a class or yeah where did where did you so you've been a baby goth how do i rephrase this question you've been a baby goth <laughs> yes you've been a goth your whole life uh what was it like growing up in school and what areas of study are you did you fall into like did you really delve into
1: oh man so uh growing up uh, i first was in a public school with a really strict Christian upbringing and I left elementary school and was brought up into Christian school and then from there I transferred to a Christian high school but even all throughout all this time like I knew that there was something about like the supernatural that just drew me so much and um, whatever since I was a child I loved reading I was a prolific reader and my parents finally just stopped buying me books they're like we're buying her a library card we can't keep up with buying books anymore (laughs) And um, one time, I don't even remember what it was called, but I picked up uh, a book of ghost stories. And I was like, ooh, ghosts. And I started reading about ghosts. And then, oh, witches. I started reading about witches. And then, oh, Wicca, this is a real thing. And so I started reading about that. And um, I still very much am a prolific reader. And I have so many books in reference to uh, the occult, uh, reading poems. Um, drawing Down the Moon, uh, Books of Black Shadows, witchcraft, Craft, uh, Candles, Herbs. I'm just looking at my bookshelf right now.
0: I love it. I would love to see that one day. You know, once it's safe, I'd love to come check out your, your collection. <laughs> um, you know, as far as the occult goes and into witchcraft, one of the um, other things that, you know, of, of course, attracted me to you, and I'm going, God, I love her so much, is you were saying on social media one night that you were out. I believe you were at Bar Sinister. Okay. and you went out and you were feeling a little you're feeling good and you noticed it was a full moon and this was this yes. had a bit here and you went to the moon and you just simply stood there and you took that moment to howl at the moon yes and you know a lot of um you know i've been talking to a lot of uh witches who are just starting to embrace their path mm-hmm. and going just so simple things of you know just throwing some salt over your shoulders or you know a stone to like let something go if you can feel compelled to scream scream if you compelled to howl at the moon, howl at the moon, and I'm going perfect example. Look at what Mary Misery does. Um, you go to picnics in the cemetery. Uh, I mean, everything you do, you do to me has intention. Um, speaking of which, we were at the seance earlier this year, the Egyptian seance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what draws you to um, like Egyptian deities, or do you have a favorite deity? I should say, at the moment that you're you're connecting with.
1: Um, it's typically always been anubis or bast more than anything i kind of go back and forth between the two of them um but there's just something about ancient egypt in particular that is so intriguing to me uh you and i previously had a discussion about uh alexis minkola and uh chaos magic and talking about chaos energy how they they didn't necessarily see Magic as good or evil. It's it's just energy. So why wouldn't you want to use that?
0: Absolutely. And so
1: like with myself um, I kind of drop on that uh, being an eclectic solitary witch and I just try to Manifest everything that I can uh, whenever I have um, a moment or two where I can put an intention or a certain outlook Behind something that I want to I will definitely take that um, moment to do so whether it's drawing sigils or just saying a single word to myself like this is going to be an amazing shoot and <laughs> it definitely is
0: and that's the nice part about sharing how magic works it doesn't mean you have to necessarily do an in-depth insane you know ritual that it takes you days to prepare for it's just exactly. those simple things um we'll definitely talk about uh talk about lex because again um you know, as you and I understand, there is a draw to their music, but you know what, let's just yes. do this now. Yeah. us first start listening to Three Teeth?
1: Oh man, I happened to go to a concert, it's called a hymn, uh, hymn concert, the band Hymn, His Infernal Majesty, and one of the openers there was Three Teeth, and I remember walking into the back and hearing just Three Teeth, like they have such a heavy industrial sound and just saying, like, ooh, who is that? And I looked on stage, and it was like a scene out of a movie it's alexis but he has his back facing towards the crowd and he's just doing this with like a black leather jacket and then he turns around and you just like when he turned around i just felt like like his presence came up to me and i was like oh and then he starts just singing and screaming and then the band just doing what they do best it it was exhilarating I immediately went to the merch table, and I was like, that band out there right now, I need their CD, and I got it, yeah.
0: There, what album was that? Was that Shutdown, or was that, um, or the one before?
1: Uh, that was shut Down."
0: Was it shut, Okay. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is, um, again, I think we're tapped into something that most people aren't into. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been following his Patreon account. Um, which for me was a huge huge relief um you know after you know the show on april or march 13th got canceled and the whole tour basically got shuttered you know i was definitely concerned about the the future of the group Mm -hmm. but it's more than that you know because they are more than that and i know a lot of people are oh he's just a front man he is a front man, but the entire band works as a collective. They do. And, you know, even their process is, is insane. I could just sit there and listen to his patron. I don't have to even engage because, you know, I've had these conversations I had a conversation with him, Uh yes. person, which is one of the best moments of my life. And I would, I would just say a founding moment of my life. But I mean, it's incredible how, you know, I talked to Sammy Reese about this, how music can actually alter states of consciousness. Yes, and I don't believe that it's just their music. I believe that when he's on stage, when his back is turned, and he's doing that movement, especially you know, you were at the show at the uh, Telegram Ballroom on August seventeenth. Yes, how he had, um, you know, his um his trident and, trident. fuck, dude, it was just incredible. So, absolutely, he's they're just, you guys just need to fucking listen to Three Teeth. If you feel, it, you feel, it. if not, Mary and I will hold this dear to our hearts. I can't mm-hmm. wait to experience the show with you.
1: Like I can't wait know, either.
0: <laughs> but we do need to do some you know, personal, um, I'd love to do share space with you, but we'll get into that on a personal level. Okay. Um, what else, Mary? You're into the horror scene. Obviously you're a horror model with Ralph of the Dead. You're at all these conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, what inspires, like, I'm trying to think of my favorite looks of yours, because you are legit like, you remind me a little bit of um, Akasha in a sense. Like you have this beauty. Mm-hmm that's intoxicating That draw you in the next thing you know you're biting or as the song voiceless from three teeth says tearing out the hopes of all men let's talk about <laughs> the room everyone of course is attracted to mary and i take great pleasure in saying i got her guys <laughs> um let's talk about boys dude being the gothic beauty that you are, you have to be at the top front of a million men's fantasies. How do you deal with these motherfuckers?
1: (laughs) Um, Just trying to be as kind as possible, trying to put down those boundaries as well, Um, but also just being really upfront, also as friendly as possible, because when you do go to conventions, sometimes people just feel like, oh, you're here and you have breasts, I can just throw myself on you. No, no, motherfucker right back off so just trying to be as um, communicative as possible Um,
0: without being an asshole you know exactly yeah can you you describe one of the worst not uh, one of the most profound moments where a guy was just at his worst when you were you know because you not only do you dress up you embrace who you're dressed up as and I can't pinpoint you as any one character like your La Llorona is Mary's version You know, I mean, no one else is going to tap into that. Um, You blew my mind at the the vampire ball with what you had on. You know, I I almost didn't recognize you until I got your face. And I'm like, I like really, oh, it's Mary. I mean, (laughs) what was like, what has been like a profound moment where you just had to go look? Because you're pretty solo at a lot of these things. You know, you don't have um, an entourage of people, you know, following you around. You go into these things, you do your thing and you go, which I love. I love your independence. And how strong you are at it, but give me like one weird example of some fool that just was just all over the place and you handled, how you handled it.
1: Um, let's see. (laughs) Uh, Just particularly, there was this one instance where a guy wanted my number and they were like, no, I want your number. Like, you have a cell phone, give me your number. And I just handled it as best as possible. And I told them, I will be willing to share my social media with you. And we can talk there. And they relented. But, um, yeah, just purely remaining steadfast and letting them know, like, oh, no, no, no. I am here, but you are not allowed into this world of mine unless if I allow you to.
0: I love that. So You just... put it up right up front. Do you ever get frustrated with, um, you know, you're putting out your art, your, your, I wouldn't call what you do, I mean, obviously, your, your look, your aesthetic is pure art you know it's poetry honestly um do you ever get frustrated when you know they miss the bigger picture of who you are like your friends uh, your family I assume just embrace who you are like I loved having you read um, Edgar Allan Poe to us that day I haven't been read to in a hundred years it feels like I always do the reading to the kids so it, it was beautiful but do you ever get frustrated when they go oh i love what you're reading but when are we gonna hang out i saw a little bit of that on your live stream the other day and it took everything in me not to jump in and go <laughs> get fucked <laughs> ask, her a proper, ask her a proper question i try not to get all mom but <laughs> mm-hmm. i do you ever get frustrated with the fact that they're kind of overlooking your you know what you're actually out there set to do
1: yeah sometimes you know like i try to go to conventions um because i want to bring like an art or a character or i want to bring a horror you know that's why i'm wearing blood and people are like oh you have boobs let's date and i'm like it's not gonna
0: happen (laughs) let me fall in love look you'll fall in love with me (laughs) yes Exactly, <laughs> I love it. Do what do you see? Okay, some of the things that you post on your Facebook in particular crack me up because I'm like, how does she have time to even daydream or you know take the time to think about her future? You you put your perfect house, you know your perfect guy. Obviously, we know is Peter Still mixed in with you know Gary Oldman's Dracula at the same time. Of course. How do you, um, you clearly have, do you have like a vision board or something? You're like, this is the house I want to live in.
1: This is, how do you have time to daydream? Oh, I'm just constantly in daydreaming, you know? I, like right now it's 12 p.m., everything is shut, my curtains are shut, I have a, a privacy screen, like I just shut out the world at all times and I just live my own fantasy, you know? Like, okay, that sounds great, yeah, I guess there's a virus out there, but my fantasy is I'm a vampire in my bedroom
0: right this is my coffin this is my dungeon i'm in my safe spot how are you handling quarantine you look of course even with the face mask on you look gorgeous thank you oh you you work full-time too so how are you how are you managing
1: um teleworking four days a week and uh one day a week i'm in the office so yeah doing great well rollerblading and rollerblading as well yeah <laughs> That's
0: something my daughter got rollerblades for christmas and i'm like awesome maybe her and i should go up there's a street we have that um is bare you know that it's, it's closed off to the pub and we'll go start maybe we'll start a roller derby team who knows
1: yes <laughs> oh that'd be awesome
0: <laughs> All right, on the dark side of things let's talk about um so witchcraft i want to know did you ever get any shit from do you have a, you it seems like you have a supportive um family how did um ish (laughs) so you know being um most of most golf girls most most of us who are into the occult have come from somewhere because we're questioners and we don't fit into our family so much um how do you uh, what suggestions could you give to a new witch or a new woman embracing her power when she's dealing with oh i have some difficult family members oh my mom's christian they're very religious how do i break into that because i I believe we did have a conversation your mom who you absolutely love and adore and you take care of her Mm -hmm. how do how do you deal with um any criticism on her end
1: i mean just letting her know that you know i i'm okay i feel like there's something that it's kind of connotated where people think like oh you're seeking uh validity or this is evil or something of that sort and that's absolutely not it at all so just proving that I I very much am a person of light and I just want positivity in my life I don't want negativity I'm not gonna bring some strange spirits into the house or anything Um, so just kind of letting her know that I'm I'm okay you did you did very well raising me as a person (laughs) Um,
0: everything's all right That's sweet of you. See, I'm the chaos in me. I'm like, fuck you. This is all your (laughs) fault. Maybe you should have accepted me when I was younger. Um, you know what I mean? I know I've gone through many phases of my own life. You're a little younger than you're a lot younger than me, actually. Um, but you know, as a four year old woman just going, that's it. I'm done. I'm trying. I'm done living my life right. I've always been weird. Um, we look at family pictures. I'm always like this. Even as a kid, you know, like, <laughs> why are you so angry? You're complaining all the time. Me well, too. now that I realize it, you too? Did you have those pictures where you're just like, yes,
1: there's multiple pictures of me as a child where I'm just like the Wednesday Adams, just
0: <laughs> I love that
1: same thing. Yeah. So myself as well, like growing up as a child, like I, I was kind of miserable and I was trying to fit into this box that people were trying to put me into. And I knew how I wanted to be, but it was still kind of difficult to fight you know like the Christian school upbringing and whatnot Um, so finally just realizing this is who I am I need to accept who I am because I only have one life to live I'm not gonna be living it trying to please everybody else cuz in the end why would you want to live that way that's no life to live that's an existence that's a survival that's not a
0: life you can't bury you know I laugh at. I scoff at people who are like Oh, i worked this hard and I didn't take any risks because I wanted to make sure that I had this for my retirement. And the next thing I know, I'm 65 retired and a year later. They're, you know, in the hospital because they can't, you know, they they work too hard and they exactly. destroyed their body. And mm-hmm. what was the point? So I'm with, I like living life every day, new adventures and whatnot. That's why I embrace so many weirdos.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I just feel better with them. So as a teenager, um, uh, I I don't know did was you you obviously love horror as well. Um, what's, what's your favorite horror movie? Let's start with that.
1: I mean a horror movie anything with vampires, especially Bram Stoker's Dracula. I just, do it's such a beautiful film. You could just start it at any point of the film, and it is beautiful and it is scary, and it just intrigues you so much. It just draws you in, and I love that.
0: It's one of my I get a lot of shit because they're like, oh Bella Lugosi shit is it, and I'm like absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm so, yep. he's fucking, he was hot, he was tantalizing, but nothing beats, I'm sorry, my favorite is Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anything with vampires, how do you feel about Twilight, then? <laughs>
1: I mean... <laughs> we all were teenagers we all had to start off somewhere i remember when i was a teenager wearing purple fit like an entire purple fishnet outfit thinking i was like the shit so <laughs> we've all started had kind of like an awkward beginnings so just embrace it you know if you start there and grow that's awesome
0: yeah isn't that funny see how positive mary is i love that see and that's what's funny about me you you had mentioned the other day how you missed like the massive battle fucking mosh pits yes dude how do you handle those and you're just so again i don't know how you go how do you dress at metal shows i like, wear a
1: corset to protect my internal organs
0: <laughs> Oh, and that's another thing corsets are uh, you embrace you you corset train
1: yes i do i'm wearing one right now for you as well
0: ah, let's see it let's see damn that's gorgeous Thank you. I always laugh because um, even when I was thinner, Chuck, stop! He's Chuck's looking. He's trying to see.
1: <laughs> Most men do later. <laughs> of it.
0: Well, he doesn't understand. because I'm always like, t- I, I like being free <laughs> and naked if I could. Okay. Awesome. give us some. When did you start getting into um, getting into that? Has that always been a thing for you? Explain it to us.
1: Yeah, um, I've always just loved history like in high school particularly and I started reading about uh, the Victorians and the Industrial Revolution and how suddenly things are no longer handmade now they're made by machine it's absolutely fascinating to me and so with them how they had the corset and there's always a lot of debate behind that and i rather love that because people are saying no it's this beautiful thing that people would wear it would be like a structure for their outfit and then no it's about women's repression and burn your bras and stuff so I just think it's really interesting like the dichotomy of a garment of clothes it's so strange you know but just
0: yes, fucking, I, I can't even <laughs> use the things yeah so you wear it for protection, you wear it to train, you wear it to, I mean, I, I just, man, I just thinking about it, it, has me a little, uh, sweating, not in a sexual sense, but I used oh, to God. wear them, you know, in my, um, younger goth days. I won't say baby goth, in my twenties, And I'm like, oh my God, I also like to eat way too much. Oh. But I never thought of one as like, oh, let me wear one to a metal show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Count on you and I, as long as I tie my hair down. You and I at a show, um, I don't even know, I, I can't even like plan for the year or, you know, I'll just wait till next year. Give me one of your best mosh pit moments.
1: Oh man. Um, yeah, this one time I was in the mosh pit and <laughs> I remember I came up and I, I kind of like went down and I came up and I elbowed a dude and he turned and he looked at me and he was like, oh, I okay. telling his face, he was like, it's a chick. <laughs> 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 he just gave me this look of like I just got my ass handed to me by a female in a corset. Like mm-hmm,
0: I did. Yeah, hmm What show <laughs> so, was that? Can you remember?
1: Um which one was that? Uh I think that was an Avenged Seven Bowl concert or Love like, that. it was something like that, yeah.
0: Do you prefer going to these shows solo all the time? Like
1: I mean, it definitely has come down to that because I'll end up in one place then I'll end up at another place. Uh, so far, there's been one concert I've went to and I've met friends there and that was Nine Inch Nails. Um, so,
0: I love it. I just, you're so in control of your own movement. You're so in control of your, you know, your events. You're so in control of everything. It's just something I, I desperately, not desperately, but it's something I envy. You know, I feel like I'm pulled in so many different directions, but I'm like, look at Mary, she just floated in like the zombie fashion show. I, I didn't expect to see you there, and you yeah. showed up. You floated in and you floated out. Like mm-hmm. it's just awesome. But yeah, just seeing you at a at a at a fucking in a fucking mosh pit is something we both need to do. We were going to do, but first, yes. three, teeth, first three teeth, Yes, exactly. <laughs> all these first. Have you had any conversations with any members of the band yourself? I have
1: not because words fail me in prox- like in, in proximity to three teeth, my IQ just plummets. So no. I can't say that I have
0: You get that same feeling. I okay do. that's you know, the night that I met, you know, and actually got to sit and talk with Life and the Gang. Yes. The band, um they're they're actually um, you know, Andrew and um I, I forget what's his name with the cute fucking Mohawk. Oh my god. It's the wine sorry guys for yeah. <laughs> but they're relatively quiet lex is the front man in everything and just it was a matter of i just will sit there and listen to the man speak mm-hmm. and it's the same thing i'm like trying to come up with questions for his patron. <laughs> i'm like yeah uh, just listen, and can you make <laughs> a book list sir <laughs> like, <laughs> But it's the same thing. Words will fail you. But he's always very... Uh, anyway, up until... I, I don't know. He's always been very welcoming. Yes. Very open, which I absolutely appreciate. But again, there's that that, that knowledge that they have. Um, we're just going to have to do it together. Um, I don't know how we didn't run into each other at that show in August. I don't know. Yeah. fate had it... Fate was what it was the next day I did The next day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I, I'm trying to think of things I've done solo. Again, this might seem really awkward to you, but the first concert I went to by myself was Gary Newman, uh, back in okay. 2017. I'm late to everything. Cause you know, motherhood and shit like that. Of course. But Gary Newman was the first concert I went to by myself and it was awesome, but not having to be tied to a, a band of people's pretty rad. So yeah. to to conventions, like you just waft in the same way as you do, you know, as you do a concert or whatnot,
1: Yeah, when it comes to conventions, the same thing. I arrive, I, you know, sit in my car, post, hey, I'm here, and then I walk, stand in line, go inside. um, And I just, I love meeting people, you know? Uh, The reason why I go by Mary Misery is because Misery loves company. Ah, I love it, I figure. If you you see me at a convention, please approach me. Because so many people say, like, I wanted to approach you, I wanted to talk to you, but I just, I felt that I couldn't and it's like, no, I want you to speak to me. I want you to approach me. I I will throw my arms around you. I will take pictures with you. Like I've always had this strange urge to just like reach out and embrace people. So please
0: do. I I can attest. She does embrace and I love it. You know, (laughs) uh, again, some of my funnest moments, especially of 2020, the few that we had you were at. In fact, the last um, outing we had, we were together at Mall, and yeah, you know, I look at that as that was the last social gathering that I was able to have before quarantine hit. And I love that I got to spend it with you and Batty and Robbie. And even it was the first time I talked to um, Kenny and Love Painted Stitches in person. And yes. uh, the guy from Monster Posse, uh, I mean, I've you know, I've bought stuff before, but I actually just have those. But we, we had a moment, you know, we had our last yeah. moment together. Um, the House of Horrors was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you just come in and you, I can attest, you do give a welcoming vibe. I've never felt intimidated that I can think of by you. Um, or why would I not come talk to Mary? I, and, and another thing, I don't think, you know, I just put myself out there back in August. You've been at it for a long time. So I don't know. Maybe I just maybe I thought that way at some point. I don't know. I just I don't remember.
1: I don't know, but I remember you saying that you felt a little nervous to speak to love pain and stitches. And I said, "Would you like me to hold your hand?" And I held your hand and I walked you up to there.
0: And I still get intimidated. So you know, it's it's funny, but with you, you do have this welcoming presence. And even my kids were like, "Oh, she's so sweet." My daughter's like, "And and I love your trans- kids by you and." you're just a beautiful person all around no way are you any kind of bitch um to people despite your fierce looks. sometimes Mm -hmm. where you're just like i will eat you (laughs) um spooky expo. it was it the spooky expo uh back in march when quarantine just was starting you did this really badass you've done it before the the creepy ring leader ring um yes where does that come from Where where do where do you get your ideas for these looks and what makeups do you what makeup
1: do you use? I mean, I get my my inspiration for my looks from everywhere, particularly art. You know, um, growing up, I just used to love museums. And going to museums and seeing these strange things that people would paint, um, even just uh, some modern day artists as well, like uh, Lupe's Art. Mm. And um, uh, like everyone's leaving my brain now. Uh, Caitlin McCarty, uh, Little Ghoul, um Hand-cut silhouette, Mary syringe, like it just, just, there's so many artists out there that are putting out these beautiful things. And so I look at them and I just get inspired by it.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: yeah. so sometimes I just <laughs> sit in my bedroom and I just start just painting away. Do
0: <laughs> you <laughs> draw them out or do you just try on You just put it on your face and you're like, here we go. This is how it's gonna work.
1: Sometimes it's just in just in my head, you know? Uh, when you and I had gone to the uh, Egyptian seance hmm. put on by the witches Brew, um, you know, the psychic said that you have this energy, there's a spirit that follows you, and, you know, they kind of, they're really creational, they're really artistic, and the truth is, that's always what I've felt. Like, sometimes I could look at a lamp, and I could see, like, a fringe on a lamp, and suddenly I'm like, yes. And I start putting together looks in my head. It's its really strangely organic.
0: Oh, it's fucking gorgeous. Thank that's you. beautiful, because your look is... Like I said, you're you're Lala Yorna. Hello, wine. I feel like (laughs) Um, it's not, it's your version. You're ringleader. Your stuff is not something that can be duplicated. Because I could see where you could say it comes from, um, you know, other people's art. Lupe is an incredible artist. And I could see where her and Caitlin, I don't know if you know who um, Ghoulish Bunny Studios is or MM Customs. I mean, uh, customs, uh, yes, I love her. I could see you modeling for them, you I know what I mean? Um, but just like even with like uh, Jessica, Deerwoman, a collaboration with yes. you two in some kind of video would be epic. Uh, but if you you have this thing, like it reminds me of uh, Jackie, the witch's brew founder. Yes. She has this vision. She has this intimate, she has these ideas for these intimate events and it mm-hmm. all falls into the darker... I feel like they're kind of revolving around you. They revolve around um, you know, the people that she brings into making these events happen. So seeing mm-hmm. you at all of these it makes total sense. Um it's just one of those things where it's like, Oh, it's not just horror and it's not just gothic beauty, it's a match of all of it. And you do it so it's you have this unique thing about you and I we love it. Thank
1: you. Yeah. We're,
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I mean, with myself, I've always felt this, like, repulsive urge to be more than just human. Like, I, I want to be the goth. I want to be a Victorian. I want to be that three-teeth chick at a metal show. I want to be La Llorona in the forest. I want to be a demented ringleader. Like, I've always wanted to be so much and so many people. It's like this strange urge inside me to be more than just... A, person
0: so yeah um oh, we should meditate and do uh share some space and do a ritual and call on that I'd love to just keep, just keep going uh with it when you worked with Raul of the Ralla the dead did he approach you or did you approach him when you guys uh, started your 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 work together your collaborations
1: I don't know to be honest I, I feel like I've known him forever now <laughs> he's basically family Raul, I love you I'm watching this um yeah I think I think he approached me first for a Thanksgiving horror shoot. But we had met before at, I think it was Scare Alley? And uh, he was there with April. Hi, April. April. (laughs) And um, Yeah, they just approached me and he took a few pictures of me. But I think before then we had been friends on uh, social media for some time. So it, it just, everything just fell into place so wonderfully.
0: So, speaking of connections, so we talked about M.M. Customs. Who else would you like to see yourself collaborating with?
1: Oh man, I mean, there's so many (laughs) wonderful photographers that are out there. I mean, Wall of the Dead, of course. Um, I would love to collaborate with uh, Christina Grimm. She's an amazing (laughs) photographer. Uh, I haven't shot it with Creepcake. I'd love to do so with him. Uh, Story films, there's uh, Jay Paz. J Paz as well. Uh, we did the uh, the witch from Gretel and Hansel, where I was just all black, like a shadow. Love his vision so much. Um, Sway's Creepy Life, uh, Sleven Moore's. Like, I would love to do more with Slevin Moore's. Absolute, just visionary. Um, I Am Bro Images, uh, Art of the Luna, um, uh, Scaredy Cat Vasquez as well. I love his stuff. And Whiskey Shots. Aww. Whiskey shots from Bar
0: Sinister. Just so how have people. you... That's another thing. Um, as much as you frequent Before COVID and everything, as much as you frequented um, Bar Sinister,
1: yeah.
0: how have you not done any collaboration work with them?
1: I don't know, you know? It, it's well, so I do not I, I
0: go up there and start shaking your ass like one of the go-go dancers, but <laughs> wait, I mean, would you? I mean, <laughs> but, um, but that is interesting, but whiskey shots, holy shit, I mean... Talk about someone who puts your photos to shame or anybody's photos to shame. I'm talking about your photos to shame, Chuck. Chuck. (laughs) But shit, I mean, I could see all that. Um, Okay, so we have some work to do. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Now, with 2020 keeping us in isolation and keeping us apart... I miss you so much, but I do love having our virtual time together and our little conversations and don't stop doing the live feeds. What, what plans do you have to keep that going? You do, you've done storytelling, you've done poetry reading, you've done Q and A. What's next? What's coming up?
1: I did wine
0: tasting as well. Let's talk about that last week. That was, I don't even remember what happened. All I know was I had, I had it in the calendar. Mary has a live uh, wine tasting. She, you had a beautiful playlist going. I heard Bram Stoker playing. Yeah. Um, I heard Sleepy Hollow. Um, so you were just taste testing some wines. Okay, so clearly you're a wine connoisseur. You like red, I assume. Yes. You had six bottles of wine that night. So, I did. Well, sorry, six glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Where does your love for wine come from? Is that your is that your poison of choice? Definitely, that
1: is my poison of choice. You know, just find what you love and let it kill you. And that's what I did.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, again that again that night, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get on, and I was on another, um, I'm so grateful that I have multiple devices. I was on yours and I was on someone else's. I think, Mas- oh, it was Adam Gomez was having a thing. Oh, okay. For the Diggies. So I'm watching both, but I'm watching yours more because I'm like, we're drinking, and here's me like looking at creepy men saying shit. And we're drinking and then you finish the live feed I don't know what you did it with your night, but I know I ended up clearing two bottles. I thought I was fucking awesome. I felt great. I'm like, I'm gonna be drunk off wine for the rest of quarantine. Yes. And I pretty much did not feel good all day <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I, I have
0: either. Merry Misery Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What is your love of your love of wine? Just whatever you're do you when you go to the club, what do you drink? Um, typically,
1: I, I go by myself, so I'll usually just have like an energy drink, or if it's it's really early, then I'll just have like a cranberry vodka, or depending on what they have, because most places don't really have like a wine list. Um, but yeah, I will say that for uh, right now, with you, I'm having an Apothic Rosé. <laughs>
0: So, yeah. <laughs> breakfast i think for breakfast banana and wine that's how it's going to go i i have another podcast today and i'm pretty sure it's just it's saturday mm. there will be no coherency at all um but as far as wine goes um i love red And i also always i look at labels i know you're never supposed to judge a book by its cover but i judge wine bottles by the cover yeah (laughs) (laughs) the art that dark red wines have like apothic is one of my favorite seven moons is my ultimate favorite Mm -hmm. um i used to drink a lot of stella just for the art and because i'm a mom believe it or not i was a pta president so Uh, that was the shit we drank i guess we were drunk i don't know (laughs) i don't know but red wine is beautiful but it also goes it goes beautifully with your aesthetic so let's take a look about your background here I'm, I'm sorry i'm rambling but i'm so intrigued with you you're just like this lovely
1: i just love you <laughs> me too michelle um
0: lupe's art some of the artists that you have featured in your background here even your room is gorgeous um Thank you. look at this so i see can you give us a little enlightenment about the Whose art is that? My glasses are shitty.
1: Yes, so uh, right here we have, um, his. what's his name, uh, Illewin? I, c- I don't know how to pronounce his name, but um, he's absolutely amazing. So the three main images that you see, those are his. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna move my camera just slightly upwards. And so right here we have a taxidermy bat, that is by Crypt Relics, absolutely adore. Directly above there, we have these two gorgeous cemetery images, which are by Raul of the Dead. And Raul, he happened to take these two images, which happened to be from the cemetery where my ancestors are buried. So he gave those to me on my birthday, and it was just—I just felt chills when he handed them to me. It was amazing.
0: I can see why he's fucking family. He is incredible. And he's he so modest. I'm like, you better tap into that shit. April, April, get on him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, you know, I was going to bring up to you is a little, like, uh, let's just put it out there as a little um, intention for you and I. Um, you know, with your knowledge of, you know, books and the favorite books that you have, and April and her knowledge of uh, metaphysical um, books that she loves to read. Mm-hmm. And then I have my... I love fiction, but I also the last few years, as I've delved into embracing my power, I have my. We were supposed to get a book club going, and yes. now that April, um, sadly and unfortunately, you know, fucking got you know canned from her gig. Um, you know, it's like what I tell everyone who has lost uh, or laid off, got laid off in the quarantine or whatnot. Now's the time, even though it may not gain some monetary stuff to replace your income before, but here's where you can start putting your gifts out there let's make this book club happen yes we've already do it. um i recently sent her a copy of um the psychic witch by matt air and i hope i said his last name right but let's do this i mean i i can't Amen. say that we all have time but i do think that it's something that the three of us collaboratively can work on yeah. um and get let's just do it that it's out there now guys you guys want a book club what was it called before before we tried to get started the I think it was just the coven or the witches book club or yeah
1: something like that I believe
0: something occult so let's do it. But Mary, I mean... you have to curate. You have to come up with at least three books to get us started.
1: Oh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're let's do it right now. I mean, now is the time. This is the hour. Ours is the magic and ours is the Our power. Is the power. hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn it. So I can assume you're a craft fan of the craft. Have you yes. uh, in all of your um, convention goings have you met anyone from the craft yet? I have not. Um, I
1: remember hearing that there was going to be um, some of them at, I think it was a Monsterpalooza, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. But I saw that you had met uh, Faruza Balk, or?
0: I met her in 2018. It's a funny yeah. story. Yeah. Um, you know, some some people shun the the craft. They're like, oh, it's bullshit. It's, it's a dumb thing. But a lot of us that, who we are now, attributes to that movie, especially. Um, I, of course, I as a teenager I identified more with Rachel True's character, being the black girl. But um, obviously, who doesn't fucking love Nancy and her and how she looked, her attitude? She was a badass. I, I did not hate on her. She just got a little power hungry, you know. That yeah, happens. So. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. It
1: Happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, meeting her was, um, I remember, I was really nervous and. I'm always nervous. I fangirl, and worlds like you, words fail me. Yes. Um, so I was pretty tipsy. And then I found out it was cash only. So it just made it worse. So I'm trying to get her PayPal and Chuck's trying to find money. But then when I did get up to her table, I don't know what sparked, I just gave her full Michelle Halloween. I wasn't sure if I scared her, but I didn't. I mean, she sat there for a good five minutes bright red laughing. I, I can't remember what I said, but <laughs> I made her laugh. And I, you know, it's just that moment you could tell her, hey, you know, in all seriousness, you kind of paved the way for me to, you opened the door to, you know, witchcraft for me. Yes. So it was incredible. She was, she's fucking phenomenal. She's not a bitch at all. She was great. Um, so I love these experiences. So, you know, you said you haven't met her, but we're talking about cons. Have you been out of state for any cons? Uh, I have not yet, no. Not yet? Okay, so I was wondering, like, how, we're, so, with California, Southern California is obviously the hub. Yes. What's your favorite convention? Ooh. Like, what are you really gonna miss for the rest of the year?
1: <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, Midsummer Scream, you know? I mean, when they put out that they're not gonna have it this year, like, I felt crushed. I was, yeah. ugh, like, I felt like a, just like a hole in my chest. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel- because Midsummer Scream actually was the first horror convention that I went to. Really? um, Yeah, I had entered into some uh, online contest with Bar Sinister, and they gave me free tickets to go to Midsummer Scream. Was this last year or the year before? Uh, this was like three years ago? I think possibly four now or so? So the first time that I went to Midsummer Scream, it was because of Bar Sinister.
0: Shut up! Uh, <laughs> I had no idea that they had any type of, like, contest. Uh, you know, I'll give in to Bar Remind me, because I forget, especially I have wine. We're talking about Bar Sinister yeah. after this. Um, I'm with you on Midsummer Scream. It was like, uh, I knew it was coming, you know, based off when they said Comic-Con was done. it's going to do Comic-Con. Um, I, I expected it, but it doesn't take, the pain away when you actually hear it you know i said it on my instagram i said it feels like i got punched in the tit dude like and to <laughs> yeah me, spring for the last four years has been the beginning of you know our beloved season mm-hmm. um even though it's hot as fucking balls out there but it's worth it but that's you know that's when i would start decorating for halloween in my house was the weekend after midsummer scream that's when Aww. i started pulling shit together then i thought it was pretty magical that all the um craft stores even where i live in suburbia would start putting their halloween shit out right after yes. summer scream so all lined yes. up just no midsummer scream we love you we miss you we'll be there next year we will
1: bill
0: yes and i totally get it i mean really did you want to go i still would have went I, i'm not gonna lie i still would have went um because it, it, it is going to kill us so again one of the other things that you know i want to bring up especially to my close coven of friends Um, don't think that we're going to give up on our Halloween season just because, you know, our convention started. Halloween is not canceled. It is not. Trick or treating Mm -hmm. may have been canceled, but, you know, that doesn't stop us from going full pay in and celebrating. You know, oh, maybe yeah. that's what we need. We need to go back to, you know, what it was from the beginning. Yeah, you know, I am
1: I am so. willing to dress up as La Llorona and just walk up and down streets. I will yeah. do it. I'm bringing Halloween happen. to you.
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're still Halloweening, um, and we'll obviously still support, you know, Midsummer Scream. Bar Sinister um, was a place that I, I found, uh, you know, through a friend um, back in my early 20s, and, you know, I started going back Early, every Saturday, I was there in my early 20s. Uh, I had kids, but I kept going. Yes. Um, but it was one of the places that I felt that where I actually fucking fit in. The music was perfect. The, the vibe was perfect. I threw up a few times. I got kicked out. It wasn't my fault. Or- <laughs> I used to know when you had to send a waiver to drink absinthe. Just put it that way. That's how long I've been going to Barsin. Oh, wow. Um, I had a you know decade-long hiatus, though. And going back, it felt... So give us your Bar Sinister
1: history. I remember the first time I went, I went with two friends. Uh, so one of them was actually my friend, and the other one was a friend of theirs, okay. and um, they were dressed gothic lolita, and my friend was dressed gothic billy and then there was me dressed like vampire goth, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we were downstairs and just having fun and dancing, and then they took me upstairs oh yeah and i was like "Ooh, this is nice <laughs> i love it yeah <laughs> and i just i love the vibe there i love the people there and yeah
0: i love bar sinister man i as and there's nights where you're like fuck this place you know i'm not gonna i'm mad i just i think it's i think it's our mood you know like yeah. you you come in with how you want the night to go Exactly. Um, but the place has always been magic um, you know and I love the fact that I can share that with friends now because back back then it was only just a few you know like two or three people that I'd go with I tried to bring my normie friends in that was never a good thing yeah. um, <laughs> it's just funny but I did love going upstairs because that especially in my early 20s that opened the door for some things that mm. I just damn you just it was an awakening <laughs> you're like oh yeah okay this makes sense i get that spit mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know how far you want to go in the conversation or anything like that but when you and i go
1: we're going upstairs <laughs> i will take you by the hand and i can show you the world <laughs> exactly yeah I,
0: lead i'll follow i'm happy to follow these days especially my hot mama's man
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. as i eat my banana <laughs> oh yeah you eat eat my banana. yeah
1: all
0: right so Oh, I'm getting a, I don't know what this means. Oh, okay. <laughs> he gives me signals. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know where else to go with this, Mary. I just know that, you know, with the rest of 2020, I just, I miss you. I am grateful for everything that we share together. You and I have a special bond. We have fucking three teeth. We yeah. have, I understand, you know, your aesthetic. Um, I embrace it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I admire Thank you. you. Uh, what are you hoping to do for the rest of the year, you know, as far as, you're you're embracing the virtual realm, obviously.
1: Yes, as much as I can.
0: <laughs> so, and I know it's getting, to me it's getting a little bit harder with the summer months, I, was, I I don't know about you, I don't, I hate the fucking heat and I hate the sun. I do too. But you'll catch my ass in a pool or the beach, as long as I have, like, a cooling method. Yes, I'm a cooling a,
1: method and a yeah, parasol. A, yeah,
0: I'm a Pisces, so I love water, so I need to be in water. Yeah, I have Scorpio. My hey, see, it's, it's your time right now. Thanks for all the fun energy the other night of with course. the full moon, man. Um, I was intimidated. I was like, "Fucking Scorpios, why do I feel like shit?" But then once the moon started rising, I'm like, "Oh, I get it. We're having fun."
1: You're like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a birthday coming up. Sorry. You have a birthday coming up. No, it's in November. Wait, your Scorpios are. Oh my God, I'm so drunk. I'm sorry. it's <laughs> What reason are we in? Holy shit! We just saw
1: quarantine. Of- it just what month is it? What day is it? What time is it?
0: November,
1: duh. Yeah.
0: Oh, cut that shit, Chuck.
1: But a certain some a certain friend of ours had a birthday, right? Uh, I,
0: you know I I really don't want to be pretentious, you know. But for my fortieth birth, it's such bullshit though. It's like I don't know. I'm trying to be positive. I try to be like you. Um you know in all my years especially when i turned 30 i remember going okay my 40th is gonna be like a turning point i already knew it it was gonna be a turning point where my life would go in one direction or the other but then as i got older my kids started getting older i started feeling it more so Mm -hmm. i'm going i know this is going to be an incredible year this is going to be some kind of year where something big is going to happen especially for me um yes i thought okay 40." was supposed to be where you have to grow up and you have to like fucking, you know, in terms of growing up, you have to be this way or that. So you can imagine my horror, you, you experienced it. I was so excited. Um, I don't usually celebrate my birthdays. I don't make a big deal out of them. Of course, if anyone wants to celebrate by all means, take me out to lunch, let's go do some, I'll probably buy you a drink. Um, <laughs> yeah. I get weird with gifts, but for you, I was like, I don't care about gifts. I just wanted to be with my people. Yes. And I wanted my friends to experience three teeth. I want, I felt maybe I was, I was forcing it a little, but, um, that's mine. Yeah, the, you know, most people know I I had planned a bunch of us to go see three teeth, um, on March 13th that got shit can. It broke my fucking soul into, I collapsed on the stairs when I read the Instagram, their Instagram that they, you know, made it was
1: it, awful. Yeah. It,
0: it, it broke me for real. And then. The following week on my actual birthday it was a beautiful rainy day. Chuck and I did a beautiful photo shoot. Um, I went to the DMV, got shut down with that. They were like, sorry, you don't have enough information to get your real ID. Go home. Uh, God. <laughs> I thought I was going to be cool and get my real ID. And then um that was the day that the the Newsom announced you know california is basically in a shelter-in-place type of thing yeah but what matter what actually kept me from not falling into despair was you guys like you know just the the messages the the love because i felt selfish for being so pissed you know what i mean like i felt like asshole for being yeah. so mad that things didn't go my way after i've had you know an incredible what is it? Eight months when I started just putting myself out there. Yeah. Um, like, how stupid? How ungrateful did I sound after all the experiences that I've had? That I'm pissed off that my birthday didn't go not a certain way. not
1: at all. I mean, that's your filthy forty. It should definitely be <laughs> well, <that's> something.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I had never experienced three teeth with Chuck. So he was like, you know, I usually I would go by myself because I figured he wouldn't respond well to that kind of energy. Mm. But he's even he'll he'll never admit, but he's even intrigued, you know, watching. I was kicking deer during one of Lex's patrons, and here's Chuck. I'm mm. all um, to see. <laughs> see? see? <laughs> but thank you for being so sweet about it. But yeah, I kind of have a little bit of PTSD. I'm more focused on right now that my son's gonna be 21 in August, so. Yeah. I'm hoping his his plans aren't completely shit-canned, but it's supposed to be, you see what I mean? It's like my 40th, hit Chuck's 40th, um, Corey's 21st birthday. What yeah. else is supposed to happen this yeah, year? Uh, my other son turns 18 this year. He turns 18. Oh my goodness. Oh, so yeah. I' it's supposed to be this year of like, wait, but I think it's a different awakening than what we expected is all. That's all.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I will say like, Uh, Even right now, like the Scorpio full moon that just passed, like that kind of forces people to address their own darknesses. And the fact that we are all confined, like we're all safe at home, but we are somewhat confined, it does kind of force you to address those darknesses within you, whatever they may be. And, you know, it's it's not necessarily the best time with everyone's birthday. Um, Yeah. And
0: that's where it's like, okay, let's look at the bigger picture here yes you know the embracing your darkness is what you're saying you can't have um you know i recently told my new friend in italy you can't have uh you can't shine it starts to can't shine without the darkness
1: exactly Well,
0: so it's our time and i will uh, if i sound like a pretentious person it is our time right now we're the ones that have embraced the darkness from the get-go we can do this mm-hmm. and we're going to be the ones that come out of it stronger like you mary and we're just going to float into it and we're going to and float out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I absolutely yeah, yeah. Think you're amazing, babe.
1: Um, anything yeah. else that you want to
0: add, you know, to anyone watching this funny-ass podcast? What to expect? You may find, you know, come Christmas time, um, Mary has me... Mary's dressed as her version of Krampus, switching me with a cinnamon-flavored broomstick.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll happen um yeah i mean uh, i recently uh, announced that i'm collaborating with Roll of the dead and um zombie killer clothing uh we're gonna have living the Scream, which is gonna be a horror photo shoot and an art gallery pop-up event so of course the date and the time is currently tentative but it's going to happen so we're hoping that as soon as the doors open we are hitting the ground running and so everyone i just want you to remember just to have hope this is going to end. Um, Normal Mm -hmm. may be dead, but let's build a new normal together. and Let's make it awesome.
0: It's gonna be great. And speaking of at the screen, that is something that, you know, I've been holding off saying anything about because I wanted to get a date full front, but I'll see you there, girl. I'm hosting. (laughs) I I will definitely see you there. (laughs) I'm hosting. So while I'm trying to think, I'm like, okay, how do I make sure that I don't fuck this up for Raul and Alex? By getting drunk, and Mary and I are just floating around like a bunch of silly gooses the whole night. Oh, it's
1: gonna happen, regardless.
0: (laughs) Sorry, guys, but we'll get the job done.
1: (laughs) We will, we will, we promise. Yeah, definitely.
0: I realize that's, like, gonna be a lot of fun when you get the two of us together. and (laughs) Yes exactly, exactly. But yeah I, thank you for putting it out there i was like oh I'm, i've been meaning to actually talk to ral and alex about that like should i see them promoting and like should i do it or should i wait until the date's there but it's out there it's happening you heard it from mary
1: it's happening people yeah it's happening i'm gonna be there michelle is gonna be there um yeah please come and join us i'd, yeah. I'd love to take pictures with
0: you let's do it yeah oh we're gonna have a blast yes definitely. Um, all right, Mary, you go and enjoy the rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. I will. Probably. <laughs> look, you and I tonight, let's just. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see you on Instagram. I love you, babe. Thanks for coming on.
1: I love you, too. Have a wonderful day. I love you, Michelle, so much. I can't wait to see you again.
0: And cheers. I can't wait to hold you. <laughs> I can't wait to hold you, too. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Shut the fuck up.